When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. As we wrap up this week, I wanted to present two ideas, one that I found in an old coaching book by John McKay and the other from a clinic talk at the Cool Clinic with Dante Scarnecchia. So let's start with this piece from Coach John McKay. And as we go through the season, there's activities that we do that take up a lot of time. And one of those on Saturdays or Sundays, depending on when you're playing, is film grading. And I think at the beginning of the season, those individual grades are important. Sorting out who are your best players, how are they doing, how are they performing. But I think there's the opportunity to shift the focus a little bit and adopt maybe a few new things that, one, save you time, but also move things along with what you're trying to accomplish. At some point, I do believe for the players that those grades start to lose relevance as well. They're more interested in how they improve and fix the play, but early on definitely provide some objective feedback on where they're at. So for those of you who don't know, John McKay was the head coach of the University of Southern California from 1960 to 1965 and was the first coach of the Tampa Bay Buccaneers from 1976 to 1984. While at USC in 16 seasons, he compiled a record of 127, 40, and 8, won nine Pac-8 conference titles, made eight appearances in the Rose Bowl with five wins, and four of his teams captured the national title 1962, 67, 1972, and 1974. When he moved on to the NFL, uh, struggled at first with the expansion Buccaneers, but during his time, they made the playoffs three times, including an appearance in the NFC Championship game in 1979. He was inducted into the College Football Hall of Fame as a coach in 1988, and he passed away in 2001. But Coach, in his book, which is simply called Football Coaching, talks about grading and analyzing individuals. So I want to share this short segment with you. We constantly strive to find better and quicker ways to evaluate our personnel from the game films. The most thorough process is to grade each player on each play, and we try to do this early in the season, but it is a time-consuming process. Once our personnel is pretty well set, we try to evaluate each play and why it gained or was stopped, and also evaluate the personnel and their mistakes. When we grade our personnel on each play, we use a simple plus and minus system, If the player does his job, he receives a plus. If he fails to carry out his assignment, he receives a minus. If he is far removed from the point of attack, we do not grade. We arrive at a grade by dividing the total pluses and minuses into the pluses. We feel that we must have a 70% performance to play consistently good football. However, we have won games with less and lost games where we average more. Besides the plus-minus grade, we have two extra grades that we consider perhaps more important than the plus or minus. 
We have borrowed the terms RBI and error from baseball, and each time a player performs an extra function, he receives an RBI. And each time he makes a mental mistake, he receives an error. We know of quite a few teams who use this system, and it certainly did not originate with us. Example of RBIs on offense include second effort in blocking, a tremendous run or catch under pressure, recovery of a teammate's fumble, a devastating block. On defense, we give RBIs for the following things. Intercepted pass, knockdown pass, pass rush, causing an incompletion or interception, causing or recovering a fumble, a key stop on a crucial down. Offensively, we coaches choose a blocker of the week following each game and post the player's picture on our bulletin board. This becomes a real contest each week, and I believe our players strive quite hard to earn the the award. Defensively, we choose a hitter of the week, and each receives similar accolades. A hit is scored when one of our defenders records hard enough a blow with his shoulder to jolt an offensive man hard enough for it to show on our film. We do not count blows delivered with a forearm or helmet, and we forbid this type of play. In addition, we keep record of the number of individual and assisted tackles each player executes. An individual tackle is one made alone, and an assist occurs when a defender gets his shoulder on the ball carrier before he hits the ground. We forbid shoulder hits once the ball carrier is down. We also keep a record of vicinity of the tackle, which we count when a defender is in position to tackle the ball carrier if he had continued on. We feel this encourages pursuit. Our goals are 10 RBIs and 50 hits a game. In summation, we feel the players look forward to some form of grading system as long as it emphasizes achievement and does not involve our staff in a multitude of paperwork. So I think those are some good ideas there as you move into the second part of your season. I firmly believe in being very detailed in grading I shared a system in which we utilize that to help form our practice plan, and we grade it in a different way. I'll share that one in the show notes. The second thing I want to talk about is the idea of testing, and I heard a great concept from Dante Skarnecchia at the Cool Clinic last year, and I came across it again here recently, where he's talking about tests for his offensive linemen. And he points out that for him, he does it as a collaborative test at times. And I think, again, at this time of the year, hitting the midseason, the collaborative type of test works, number one, to eliminate any kind of that grading for you as the coach, take that paperwork out of it. But two, really is an exercise in getting them to work together, letting them have those discussions to make sure they are on the same page. So let's take a listen to what Dante Skarnecchia had to say at the Cool Clinic. I think written tests are great teaching aids to see what a player knows, okay? And I, and I give a lot of written tests to them, especially in the spring and especially during training camp. And a lot of times I'll, make, uh, I'll give them all the tests and I'll say, hey, look, it, you guys got 20 minutes to get this done. Okay, I want them all done in 20 minutes. But it can be collaborative. That is to say, you can talk about each question amongst yourselves. What greater way to get guys to communicate how to get things done. And believe me, your best players will be the ones that'll be, that'll take over the room at that point. Well, your best players are guys that are going to be playing. And a lot of times they're going to be carrying guys that aren't as good mentally along with them. So, you know, it gives them a forum to open up on themselves and keep everybody on the same page, same page uh, relative to the system that you're trying to teach. The other thing I would say is the test questions can be, asked in either words or diagrams. To me, 
they're both perfect, okay? So, you know, if it's a two-word answer, great, you know, two blank spaces. Or if it's a diagram, show me the blocking for this, you know, 64 protection, three-by-one formation against this blitz, okay? And then, most importantly, it's a great word, a great way, there are great ways to get people to understand your call systems. But you have to call every block for this run, okay? And if it's not a collaborative test, that means that your center's got to know what the guard tackle call is, or the right tackle's got to know what the backside call is, on and on and on. But the more you put all those things down, the more you learn them and the better you ingrain everybody into your system and way of doing things. As the season continues on, I think it's important not to abandon some of those things that you told your players were important at the beginning of the year, like grading, like tests, as an example. Because for one, it looks like maybe you're being a little bit lazy. You certainly don't want to have that appearance to your players. What you're really trying to do is be efficient. And I think this is a time of the year that allows you to do that. You move into that second half of the season, you still need to know all those things that you get through watching the film and grading. But the system that you have is a little bit more easier on your time and the effort that it takes to get it done. That allows you to do more things and being creative with your game plan, looking at things that self-scout, trying to break tendencies, etc. So good luck as you head into the middle of the season here for the high school level. We're into game three or four in the college season, depending when you started play. And in the NFL, we're already into week two. So a lot of excitement here as the season continues. Tune in to all of our in-season podcasts. On Mondays, we have the OC Office Hour, where weekly I have an offensive coordinator, some from the USFL, XFL, guys who are out of coaching for this particular season, share some of the thoughts on what they learned and what we can learn from some of the things happening in the games from the weekend. The idea is not to give an analysis, but to break it down to the point where here's some useful ideas now. We do the same thing on the defensive side of the ball with USFL Michigan Panthers defensive coordinator Dan Carroll. On Wednesdays, we do more of a focus on special teams and technique on offense and defense with Teach Tapes. We have our Mushroom Society podcast for the offensive line guys and the guys getting it done up front. But even if you are not an offensive lineman, there's a lot of good coach talk going on there with Coach Bob Wiley and our guest. So keep tuning in. Check out all we do at coachingcoordinator.com and follow me on Twitter at Coach K. Grabowski.